welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry and Adrian. I'm your host, Curry Terrell. With me, as always, the wonderful Adrian McMillan. Taking a sip of Diet Coke. How is it? It's pretty good. <laughs> I was like, are you going to say something? Well, good? I was like, is it cold? Okay, well, it mm, is it cold? It's pretty cold. It's cool. Cool. It's refreshing. It's refreshing. Um, how are you doing? I'm fine. You know, we had some technical difficulties, but I'm learning on the fly, so here we go. We Relearning work. on the fly, rather. Exactly. I think you're doing pretty good. Yeah, I fixed it in like 10 minutes. Yeah. That's not too bad. Yeah, that's not too bad. How are you doing? I feel awake. I feel alive. It's Saturday. It is Saturday, which means this episode is going to be uploaded on Sunday. Tomorrow. Uh, Post-SAG Awards. Yeah. Which is crazy. That is crazy. So that's it. SAG Awards, a week off, Oscars. And then the year is over. Our year is over. (laughs) Then they have the Writers Guild Awards, which are randomly like in April. We don't care. Why did they do that? I don't mean to say we don't care, but we care. care. We're just, we won't be watching. (laughs) We won't be watching. Where do those air? I don't think they do. YouTube? I don't think. You never know. And Film Independent Spirit Awards as well. Where do those air? I think YouTube. Okay. And Twitter. They used to be on TV. On like the IFC channel or something like that. I feel like they were on the CW. Or maybe CW. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thanks so much to everybody who listened to our first episode last week. It was very nice. What did y'all think? If you hated it, say nothing. If you loved it, we want to hear from you. And rate and review us. We need reviews. Yeah. And if you have something negative to say in the reviews, that's fine. But we want five stars. We have We have a pretty good streak going right now. So if you want to put us four stars, don't bother. <laughs> Stay exactly. away. Yes. Um, we're going to go through today. So basically this week, next week, we're going to divide up all the Best Picture nominees in half. We're going to do half this week, half next week. That way, when you go into the Oscars in two weeks, you're ready. We are ready. We've seen everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and before we get into that, we're going to go over a couple of the movies that we saw this week. Um, next week, we'll be seeing Dune. I cannot wait. We have really a crazy movie schedule, like always. It's, it's it feels like it's seven days a week. I love it. Gives me chills sometimes when I yeah. think about it. Yeah, and we were talking about it. Like you know, we plan ahead I at know. least three weeks. So if you text us on a Thursday and say, "Can y'all hang out?" The answer is most likely no. no. <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie, I usually pick that over random plan i mean if it's an emergency obviously right we're human yeah but it's tough it is tough we got to keep up we want our we want to have we want to know we want to have our finger on the pulse of movies yeah and entertainment we want to consume 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 digest 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 exactly it's just the way of our lives <laughs> So Sorry. days of our lives. Yes. Um, the first thing that we saw this week was One Love, the Bob Marley movie. Wow. What did you think about it? There, I haven't thought about it once since I saw it. And, you know, it's, I think, unfortunately, a, a scenario where trailer is better than the movie. We did see the trailer quite a bit leading into the movie. <laughs> One million times, it feels like. Yeah, but I loved the trailer. Especially that first trailer where it was like kind of teasery, kind of yep. not. I was like, oh, this is going to be so good. And then just during the movie, I was like, oh, this is really not it. Um, yeah. I think part of the problem is 
a lot of these films about legends, mm-hmm. their family is involved. Yeah. They are involved. Yeah. Or it's somebody like Aretha Franklin where we don't want to disrespect Aretha. Right. So a lot of the plot and the film feels very surface level. And it never really settles. It's like, I know his life was full of, of not necessarily controversy, but like things that were happening to him that were scary and obviously other situational personal life things. But it just was like, it just, it didn't settle. Like I wanted to be in the motions of his life and I didn't feel like I was. Exactly. And they, this movie, they chose to give like a snapshot of like a few years or like a year and some change of his story and they just never really went there it was like they were afraid to go he but i will say he was incredible what is his name again kingsley benadir that's right absolutely fantastic i mean also thinking about him and barbie right and then thinking about him and that he disappeared into that movie without a doubt they could not have found him. And if you watch interviews with him, he is nothing like that. I Literally. Know. I mean, he is acting. And he's really good in the second season of the OA. Ooh. Okay. Really fantastic. And then he was also in the Regina King movie, right? Uh, yes. One Night in Miami. Yeah. Which he's I Malcolm love, X, I think. But, yeah. But he's great. He's consistently always so good. And um, his wife. Lashana Lynch. So good. Unreal. They did her so dirty in her big dramatic moment in the movie because they show her and she's sobbing and they show her again and she has no tears and they show her again and she's sobbing. And I thought, how did this happen? The editors weren't looking out. No. Continuity. But it's like, okay, if you think of it in the realm of like, uh, what's the Queen movie? Bohemian Rhapsody. It's that type of movie. It definitely could air on like VH1 on a Tuesday. Exactly. It's not too deep. It's not too heavy. Of course it's heavy, but like as far as a viewing experience in 2024. Yeah. But great performances. Yeah. I don't know that I would feel the need to tell somebody you have to watch this movie. No. It's, it's, It's just like a... It's... No, it's it's a non-event to me. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Movies like that being moved past the Oscar season is usually not a good sign. Exactly. Um, and I think that uh, I'm right in that opinion. Well, me too. It just like when I when I knew, we saw it was coming out in February. Yeah. It's like oh, you know, Curry now knows since we've been back or you've been back mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. Patrick and I, while watching movies, like halfway through, we'll like give each other a thumbs up, side side thumb or thumbs down, just like upside down. Now we decide to do that. We said thumbs down, like halfway yeah. through the movie, multiple times. Yeah, it was tough. Uh, the other movie we saw was also not great. Madame Web, Madame Web, arguably awful. Like okay, it was not like a zero. Negative zero. I think part of the, we're not exactly Marvel people, even though this was a Mar in association with Marvel Studios. God bless Patrick. He broke that down to me in the car for like twenty minutes the other day, um, and I still am a little confused. <laughs> it just doesn't make. Yeah, but um, Dakota Johnson, I think, is very likable in interviews. Mm-hmm. 
Mm, no, no <laughs> not a film carrier in my opinion. It just falls flat again. It really falls flat. However, I do think obviously like you can't not have fun watching people get like blown up and tossed around the room and of course. you know what I mean that's always fun. But it just immediately out of the gate felt like a joke. And it never helps that we have such a bad influence from people talking about it. But you want to try to give it the benefit of the doubt. But it's it's impossible. It d- doesn't give you the chance. It it starts out with them in the Amazon rainforest, the mom, and it's just awful. It's really bad. Yes. From the first five seconds. Yes. I think, too, you had told me they rewrote it several times. Yeah. And you can tell they tried to lean into Dakota's like dry, mm-hmm. very sarcastic humor. Mm-hmm. But... It didn't go far enough that direction. Right. And it didn't go far enough the serious direction. So it was just nothing. Right. <laughs> Ultimately, nothing. the last 20 minutes, the entire audience was laughing. Yeah. The entire room yeah, was that's, laughing. That's not a good sign. It's not a comedy. No. So it was painful. It was really painful. Yeah. I think we'll, we'll sadly be recognized as one of the worst movies probably ever and one of the worst comic book adaptations even though obviously and you don't know the source material but you can just tell yeah it's not good and like you mentioned the other day when we were walking out Mm. marvel doesn't own these characters like Mm -hmm. the spider-man characters so they have to like license them or whatever i think it's the other way around the other way around whatever marvel studios should pay whatever it is to own all of it and be done with it under one roof because it tarnishes the brand. A thousand, especially right now where it's already sort of on thin ice. It really is not good to have a movie like no. Madame Webb. No. <laughs> Which is my way of saying Madame. Madame, <laughs> Madame Webb. Mm-hmm. No, I totally, totally agree. Just pay, what is it, like a billion dollars? Who cares? Do it. <laughs> Disney has the money. Exactly. Who cares? If you don't ever make those movies into or stories into movies, who cares? You at least protect the integrity of Marvel in quotations. A thousand percent. They need to hire us. Um, the other thing we saw this week, not film, we saw The Wiz at the Pantages. But we did see another film. We did, but I figured well, we could space out. <laughs> would, you, would you like to talk about it now? No. <laughs> I do have a lot to say about The Wiz, though. What? Go ahead. I hated it. But the singing was unreal. Singing was so good. It just felt a little low budget, unfortunately. And I don't know if that's just because it's a touring thing. I don't know if it was because we're in this big room at the Pantages on Broadway. Those rooms are not that big. I don't don't know. Something didn't click for me. But they were throwing the notes, which I really loved. There were definitely moments where I had chills with the singing. Yeah. 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 The Wiz, the music is so fun. The songs are so fun. The a lot of Broadway shows now, and this was definitely a bad example of that as well. Mm. Use just like a screen in the background instead of having like fully fleshed out sets, right? But it is Oz, so right. like there is a fantastical element that needs to be there, and having like a door and a set of steps on stage as your only set, or like flat trees yeah. that go by each other. That is not the mark. And that's what I mean when it felt a little low. It felt like community theater. But the costumes, were, I thought, were unreal. Yeah. Glinda's I mean, dress. Yeah, sure. Or the witch's dress. Sure. But two things out of 500? No, stop. All of the main characters, I thought their costumes were unreal. The only time I didn't like the costumes was when they did Brand New Day and they, like, they went to the Gap. Mm. They were just like in a red shirt and blue pants. Yeah. I was like, no. <laughs> no. Overall, though, what a great family show. Oh, yes. There were so many kids. 
And it was funny. It made me laugh a few times. Yes. Like, I like that they kind of modernized it, obviously, with different quips. It was and funny. Personality types and all that stuff. That was fun. Yeah. But Wayne Brady was supposed to be the wizard, and he wasn't there. He was sadly not at our performance. But Deborah Cox was Glinda. That's right. And what song w- does she sing again? Uh, she's saying, uh, nobody's supposed to be here, which That's is right. such yeah, yeah, a yeah. bop. I didn't know who that was at first, and you laughed really hard when I said that. I literally looked at, I opened the program, and her name is above the title, which you know, in on Broadway, if Wayne Brady mm-hmm. was above the title and he was not there, we could have gotten our money back. Wow. You could have asked for a rain check. Wow. But I think the tour, it's less serious rules like yeah, that also yeah. like i asked you were you disappointed when it wasn't Wayne, Wayne brady not it didn't like change my experience no the, i love him on let's make a deal yeah i love wayne brady but i wasn't that we didn't go for wayne no but the people behind me were pissed pissed and talked about it before the show in the middle of the show and in the intermission after that i gave up on them yeah we're about to get into some oscar movies and oh, we're, so we're really not talking about the taste of things. I said you want to. The Did taste, we not watch that this week? We also saw the taste of things. <laughs> I feel like that takes precedent over the whiz. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about both of them. The taste of things starring Juliette Binoche and her ex-husband. Correct. Benoit, and his last name has left my brain. I don't know it either. And it was... France's submission for uh, international film for the Oscars mm-hmm. because they did not stick with Anatomy of Fall of a Fall for political reasons, right? And it did not get nominated. The Taste of Things did not get nominated. Anatomy of a Fall got nominated across the board. Yes, but this movie is exceptional, absolutely excellent in every way. There's that uh, like review they have in the trailer that's like. An experience like this, or like a film like this, has no peer, mm-hmm. and it was like, and it like bangs on the mm-hmm. screen. And I thought, okay, that's quite a review to yeah, have. Yeah, it better be good. It really was good. Yeah. Do you want to say what it is about? It is about. This <laughs> do you remember how man- to do this podcast? No. Uh, it is. About- <laughs> We're just gonna be like, oh yeah, we saw that. It was good. Okay. <laughs> It is about this man who lives in a manor and his we we are introduced to her as his like kitchen staff staff like his cook his counterpart. chef exactly yeah. we very quickly learn that they have this very deep rooted romance and they've shared this home together yeah and that's like their way into the world. He's a foodie. He's obsessed with food. Yeah. And everything they do is like based around the food. And all of his friends come and they look at and they like obsess over food, talk over it. And so a lot of the movie is just them cooking. It's a lot of just experiencing, like almost like fly on the wall a little bit. Yes. I told our friend Rachel, it's like very like meditative, like not a lot happens in it. So it's very quiet. Yes. There's no score. It's literally just like listening to the sounds of the kitchen and of the house and of the uh, the yard, the gardens, all that stuff. But truly cannot recommend enough. The person who kept clearing their throat in Tenet last night, yeah. if, had they been in that movie, we would have needed to leave. Yeah, or say something. Please stop clearing your throat. Yeah. I could, it couldn't be me. You'd have to do it. I can never be like, please. If they're talking, I'll be like, you need to stop. Yeah. 
not clearing your throat. That that was a tick, I think. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> that was wild. It was oh, it was nonstop for two and a half hours, literally. Um, Julia Binoche, unreal. Beyond the husband, unreal. The just the movie making aspect of all it's just so beautiful it feels like you can smell everything eat everything Ugh, it's yes just absolutely romantic also there is something about the level of actress that yeah. she is where yeah. she is immediately comfortable yeah. it's like a julia roberts thing yeah. where like she walks on the screen and you're like at ease there was something about her hair that made me feel like oh you like i believe you you like, are this woman exactly i was like oh my god Totally. Obsessed. Like an actress. Yes, exactly. You know? Exactly right. I loved it. Should have been nominated. Totally agree. She should have been nominated. He should have been nominated. The film should have been nominated. But alas, we have five to discuss. But alas, we have five to discuss. <laughs> and then five more. We're going to start really uh, heavy okay. with the holdovers. That's not that heavy. But with a really good movie, I mean. I totally agree. Um, the holdover stars Paul Giamatti. Uh, Dave Enjoy Randolph and Dominic Sessa. It hit me like a ton of bricks in a way that I didn't expect. I thought it was going to be cute, funny, whatever. And I was like, oh, this is like an emotional powerhouse movie about like the dynamics of these three people that come from totally different walks of life. But again, in the same way that the taste of things just like transported me, this movie transported me. I was like, I am in the 70s in Boston at this school. A thousand percent. I couldn't. It was just, I have chills thinking about it. The trailer for this movie sort of was styled in like an old trailer. Yeah. And I didn't realize the movie, I thought that was just like a trailer choice. Yeah. So when I saw it, I was pleasantly surprised that that was like actually just how the whole movie was made. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's about a professor at a like boarding school. Yeah. Who is the he is the teacher for the holdovers who don't go home for Christmas break. So it's like five kids that eventually get whittled down to just one. Yeah. And the head cook for the school also stays and her son has recently passed away. Yeah. So it's dealing with like a million things. Beyond. Uh, like obviously grief is a big piece of it. This man sort of being stuck in this school and like how he is greater than that or like isn't greater than that but he's also kind of a loner he's a curmudgeon yeah um, and then the son or the boy yeah whose dad basically is mia and him trying to figure out like what does that mean for him exactly um it really blew me away and it's dominated in literally basically every category i have it written down are you ready best picture best actor best supporting best original screenplay best editing great I think it will. I think Paul Giamatti has a good chance. I think he is winning through this award season. He's it's sort of been him and Killian Murphy going back and forth, back and right. forth. But as time has gone on, he is just so charismatic. Yeah, and um, There's his also, speeches are helping him. A of lot. course, that's always a big topic of conversation. And in addition, there's uh, element of like having paid your dues a thousand percent. You know what I mean? Like people loved him in sideways. People loved him in like all these other movies. Yep. So there's the, like, you kind of look at the climb, right? He's obviously in a later stage of his life in terms of working versus somebody like Gillian Murphy. Yeah. But he has shown that he is this amazing actor and this movie knocked it out of the park for him. So I don't see why he can't win. Maybe there'll be a tie. That could be it. And Davine is winning. She, I don't. I know you know me. Yeah, 
I never want to say that anything is guaranteed because yeah. we don't know that. She's but the she, <laughs> she really. I would be very shocked if she didn't win. I don't think she has lost a single thing yet. Yeah, I don't think so either. Like even festival stuff. Like she is like Jennifer Hudson. Yeah, uh, that year where it was like Jennifer Hudson literally just like blew it. Yeah, yeah it's exactly the same thing. Literally, she's gonna win. She's been killing it too with like all of her interviews and yeah. stuff. So funny, so yeah. personable. And again. She was on Only Murders. She mm-hmm. had this, like... So people that are watching award season, that caliber of, like, she has a good familiarity going into exactly. it. And The Holdovers really shows her off yeah. in such a good way. Yeah. I'm excited for, honestly, those three people, Dominic Sessa, Dave and Joy, uh, Joy Randolph, and Paul Giamatti, what this cycle of awards means for them later. Yeah. Because, like, I want now I want to see them in everything. Yeah, also Especially a the great boy. holiday movie. Oh my god, amazing! Perfect. It's like a bowl of soup. Yeah, just like <laughs> exactly comforting. Yeah, sad, happy. You laugh a little. You cry a little. Totally. Um, and it is available to stream on Peacock. Love it. If you want to watch it pre-Oscars, ask Curry for his login. You can ask you. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I laugh about the people who watch stuff on my account, and then sometimes I see like who has been watching this, right? Like, who did watch RuPaul UK versus the world last night before me? We'll never know. Reveal yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually what this is about. Yeah. Um, next, we're going to talk about Maestro, mm. starring Bradley Cooper, Carrie Mulligan, Matt Bomer, Maya Hawk, and Sarah Silverman. Wow. Um, nominated quickly Best Picture, Actor, Actress, Screenplay, Cinematography, Makeup, and Hairstyling, Best Sound. Jesus. A lot. I have a feeling it's not going to win anything. One hundred percent. It's about Leonard Bernstein and his wife and their love and relationship of their relationship. Exactly. Um, Bradley Cooper wrote and directed it. Yeah. It is an amazing showcase for him. Of course. In all three of those areas. Yeah. And Carrie Mulligan in a different time would have won every single like it is the best like a archetype of a best actress performance she's yeah. funny she has physical transformation yeah. she cries she snots mm-hmm. she laughs she mm-hmm. has illness like she shouts she shouts she's stunning the, yeah. like, it's just um i would argue the movie is almost as much about her as it is about him 100 percent he has this we're like I, you start to look at like his patterns yeah. and like with the star is born with yeah. this he definitely wants movies about a relationship at the core, yeah. but they sort of highlight this woman. The alternate person. He likes yeah. that. Yeah. A Star is Born, he liked being like the champion for Lady Gaga. Yeah. He likes being the champion for Carrie Mulligan. She's listed before him on the poster, yeah. and it's literally a movie about his character. Exactly. Um, their marriage was obviously... Uh, interesting he was a gay man at that period in time yeah also he was crazy famous in like a world that you know we don't know about now exactly but he was on tv showing people how to make music he was like a very famous mm-hmm. um what's the word i'm looking for conductor maestro yeah <laughs> um and she was an actress on tv she yeah. was famous in her own way yeah um and it is interesting looking at that type of situation mm. from our viewpoint now. A lot of people have complained about the movie saying, like, 
their marriage was like a hoax or yeah. but I don't think I think like it's just a different time. His family again was involved and there were places they probably could have pushed further. But it went in a totally different direction where it's not really about that. It's about sort of them coming together mm-hmm. instead of them falling apart. Right. It's shocking how many people have a problem with Bradley Cooper. I really do not get it. I do get it, but I don't agree. I, he's so likable. I He is likable, but there is people just believe that he is like, trying to get an oscar which of course course, who isn't yeah of course but it is their people's arguments are just like he is doing so much to like make these like oscar baity movies but i think maestro is more of an oscar bait movie than a star is born a thousand percent and a star like you know i mean he's amazing and both so you can't argue that he was bad so i don't know but it is sad that i don't think it's gonna win i don't think it'll win anything unfortunately but a huge movie yeah people loved it exactly it automatically green lights whatever he wants to do next i agree and he's two or is he only directed those two i think so two for two for me Uh, without a doubt my biggest critique of him eternally Mm. he loves to cry with no tears coming out of his eyes at least use a menthol stick boo boo a star is born that part where he's in rehab and she goes to visit him and he goes Mm -hmm. and there's no tears in his eyes he had almost the exact same scene in this one i'm like I want one tear. Yeah. It would change the whole scene. Exactly. But he's great. I agree. I like Bradley Cooper. Yeah, me too. Um, and that is obviously on Netflix. Correct. Uh, next, we're going to talk about The Zone of Interest, mm. <laughs> starring, like, how do I put that do in a synopsis? Uh, Christian, is it Friedel? Sure. Sandra Huller? Let's ask my mom. Okay. Um, nominated for Best Picture, Best Director, Adapted Screenplay, International feature film and best sound. Wow. It is about a general sergeant, some sort of military ranking, who is having, um, who is living directly outside of a concentration camp. Auschwitz. During the Holocaust. Correct. So they have this beautiful life juxtaposed to literally beside the wall of Auschwitz. Correct. Um, and their family and how they're getting through it and like this sunny disposition of life that they have mm-hmm. while all these horrible things are literally happening yeah. on the other side of the wall. Right. I'm obsessed with the movie. I, the trailer is nuts. Yeah. It's basically just like images and sounds. Mm-hmm. And the movie is basically that. Yeah. It's very... Um well obviously like i'm addicted to like learning how people make these movies so yeah. like they filmed it like a reality tv show like yeah. they put cameras in the corners of the rooms and like didn't have camera people in a lot of the scenes so like yeah. you're really just immersed in like how this family is existing yeah but did you see we saw under the skin which is just one of the other movies that this guy most recently did jonathan glazer yeah that movie is like very art housey and like also about like your your senses. Like, Tactical. what are you seeing exactly? What are you hearing? And that's how Zone of Interest is too. Just obviously with a little bit more of like a structured family environment, exactly, or atypical family environment. Yeah, but it's really devastating, very uncomfortable, horrifying, but just amazing. The acting is unreal. Yeah, and. Again, like you said, watching them just exist in character. It's very yeah. theater. Yeah. Um, 
And also, uh, Sandra, we had seen her in Anatomy of a Fall earlier. This is like her year for sure. Beyond. And seeing her in this, Ooh. where she was also incredible. Right. I just, it gave me chills head to toe. Could you watch it again? You said yeah. I would like to see it one more time yeah. and then I think put it away. Yeah. I definitely want to see it again. But I think it is really excellent. It's totally different than every other movie in the running. Yeah. And again, it leaves you it's like all about feeling. Like you just mm-hmm. feel like you just bathe kind in of like dread. Grease. Yeah, exactly. Very much dreadful. Yeah. Cause then you're also like it forces you to think like what are we just existing with? A hundred percent. You know what I mean? That we're just like, oh man, you know what I mean? Like just living our life, eating McDonald's, you know, we do whatever. Yeah. And all this other shit's happening in the world. Exactly. Also, the score is so unsettling. I'm obsessed with that. So it adds to that feeling of just like your heart about to bust out of your chest. (sighs) These cheap Ikea cushions aren't doing nothing for for my butt. Your tush, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I had to readjust, I'm sorry. You're doing great. (laughs) Um, It is not streaming anywhere as of now. It probably will be a little bit closer, but... um, if you want to go see it, it is playing pretty wide right now. And I think it's an A24 movie. A24 is supposed to have some deal soon with Max where their movies will be available there. So I mm. think it will happen soon. Okay, good to know. Yeah. Um, next, we're going to talk about Barbie. What a change in pace. Everybody knows what Barbie is. Barbie, Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling, America Ferreira. Um, nominated for Best Picture, Best Supporting Actor, Best Supporting Actress for America Ferreira. Uh, adapted screenplay, costume design, production design, and best original song for I'm Just Ken and (laughs) Enjoyment. I cannot believe she died. R.I.P. Barbie. What is there to even say at this point? Everyone knows what it's about. Everyone loves it. It is the highest grossing Warner Brothers movie ever. 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 ever over Harry Potter, Barbie. <laughs> I, it's wild thinking about. So I've seen it three times now. Wow. We saw it in IMAX. Yeah, I saw it with Greta with Caroline. Yeah, and Greta came out and talked with Cameron Crowe yeah. moderating. That yeah. was nuts. Yeah, and I saw it with my dad the day like at the fan event or whatever. Mm. And every time all I could think about is the phases that it went through where it was like an Anne Hathaway movie, then it was an Amy Schumer movie, and then it ended up being here. And it really delivered exactly as it was supposed to. Exactly. that All of those things were supposed to happen. When I first saw it, I thought it was going to be like the Flintstones, where it was like very tongue-in-cheek. They were making jokes about Barbie the whole time. Like, I did not think it was going to be heavy, like uh have the drama element through it more contemplative about like women exactly and what that means exactly and, yeah i knew greta was going to deliver yeah. i had no she is like pretty much a guarantee at this point that's going to be good yeah. um but so the first time i saw it i think i was just kind of like wow this is not what i was expecting it to be yeah um but then when i saw it again i was you know i i completely was like oh this is really something i was completely glued in from yeah. the first time we saw it. I think I've seen it now like five times. It is such a fun movie. Yeah. It is exactly it's also so available for everyone of every age, which yeah. I really appreciate about it. Yeah. Um the big uh hubbub with the Oscars, Margot obviously was not nominated for Best Actress. She is nominated as a producer for the film, so if it wins she gets an Oscar. Yeah. Um and it is wild that she's not nominated. Greta not being nominated for director is yeah. insane. Yeah, I know. 
But that's the Oscar. It's, it's competitive. There's always going to be people that are yeah. snubbed. Helen Mirren, did you see her quote recently about like that whole situation? Uh-uh. I can't remember what it is off the top of my head, but she had a, a very funny, dry take on it. You know, she was like, Greta gave Warner Brothers the highest roasting movie they've ever had. Yep. Like, you can't take that away from her. Like, yeah. an Oscar or not, she will forever be able to say that. And that, who knows, like, will be maybe more iconic than her ever having an you know her having an oscar for it she made the highest grossing movie for the uh, a 100 year old studio warner brothers <laughs> the studio yeah one of the studios yeah you cannot beat that i think it could go the same way i think uh billy eilish is going to win yeah if she is like there's a shocker it will be yeah. i'm just ken so either way they're pretty much guaranteed song other than that it may also not win other things screenplay she has a think a lot of support because she was snubbed situation. as director yeah. um but again it was the year of that movie yeah. even with barbie and oppenheimer yes they were competing oppenheimer's huge and easily could win best picture but barbie was like the moment yeah for sure we'll have to see we'll have to see i really and also do you think they'll make a sequel i keep seeing people talking about this or like what do you think a sequel would be i don't know it would have to be really good yeah i kind of hope they don't touch it yeah me either but we know how that goes exactly they're remaking american psycho so (laughs) then nothing is left nothing is ever left alone (laughs) Um, it is available to stream on Max. Great. Max. HBO <laughs> Max. I hate that. Um, okay, next we're going to talk about Oppenheimer, Killian Murphy, Emily Blunt, Robert Downey Jr., Florence Pugh. Lastly, Oppenheimer, right? Matt Damon, one more after this. Are you joking? Oh, this is running late, baby. I'm sorry. You better speed it up. Uh, we Opp- like to stick to 30 minutes, baby. Okay, take a pause, take a pee, and come right back. <laughs> uh, Oppenheimer is nominated for picture, director, actor, supporting actor, supporting actress, adapted screenplay, score, sound, production wow. design, cinematography, makeup and hair sign, costume design, film editing. Wow. And will win a lot. A lot of those. A lot, a lot, a lot of those. We are in the um, minority. I would say of like our friend group mm-hmm. who love that movie. I love it. So I, do I. It's such a well-made movie, which we saw Tenet last night in yeah. IMAX, which I had seen when it came out during co- the beginning of COVID on a plane. Right. So uh, not the way it's supposed to be seen. A four-inch screen. Um, seeing it in IMAX was un- a bit the what that leads to. Christopher Nolan, he knows what he's doing. It, it's unbelievable. It is such a good movie. Yeah. It's so well-rounded. Yeah. It's beautiful to just watch. And all the actors are doing exactly what they're supposed to do. Yeah. I think we briefly had said in our last episode, like Oppenheimer is more of like a courtroom drama, procedural type of situation. Yes. And that's what you have to go into thinking about. Like you're about to just watch actors act. Exactly. Almost like doubt. You know what I mean? It's like these people are just acting. That's the best part of it. Exactly. I love it. Um, a lot of people think that Robert Downey Jr. is going to win. He's won a lot of the previous awards. And honestly, it's one of those like Laura Dern where it's like her in Marriage Story, she was doing the best Laura Dern she can do. Mm. Robert Downey Jr. is doing the best Robert Downey Jr. he's going to do. Yeah. It's a great part for him. Yeah. And I think he deserves it. Emily Blunt, I think she's great. Yeah. Um, she definitely could have had like two more scenes. Yeah, I think so. Um. Killian, he's amazing. Carries the whole movie, and you're never 
for a second lose trust in him. And it's just wild to think that, like, sure, he has acted, obviously, in other things, but, like, never to this caliber. No. But he was in Red Eye, (laughs) which I love. Remember when he gets stabbed in the throat with a pen? (gasps) I always used to think about that. I just watched it with my dad while I was home. Can you imagine getting stabbed in the throat with a pen? No. (laughs) Absolutely. I would... I just say, finish me. Do it. If I'm ever tortured, I'm going to end myself. Don't yeah. worry. I won't make it. I'll say, just go ahead and be done with me. I don't want to see her like this. Red Eye is a great movie. Oh, my God. So fun. Yeah, yeah. It's he, again, another scenario like this guy, obviously, is not in the later stages of his life or acting career, but has paid his dues in a lot of ways. 1,000%. Especially with Christopher Nolan. He's been in a lot of his movies. Yes. And now he is, like, the star. and. I think he deserves it. It also has all of the Twitter boys, Josh Hartnett, mm. obsessed. Twitter boys? You know, like those men that people show on Twitter, and they're like, oh my God, I had such a crush on him when I was like 12. Mm. Maybe that's not a good term, but you know what I'm trying to like say. Like a 90s heartthrob. But like, not just 90s, the boy from Drake and Josh. 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 <laughs> Thank you. The guy from Sky High. The guy from Sky High. Rami Malik. Rami Malik. Even Robert Downey Jr., yeah. even Killian, yeah, and I just think, who did this? Yeah, they had the, again a great catalyst for having a casting Oscar. Both of those, the two that we just yeah. talked about, all of them, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, what a cast! It was a it was a great movie, but you definitely need to um, pee in the middle. Yeah, so it's easy to good to pause. It's on Peacock. If you log into the app, you'll know it's on Peacock because literally every banner says Oppenheimer. They want people to vote they for it. They want you to watch it, to see it. Yeah. The last movie we're going to talk about today, Poor Things. <laughs> I, Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, Willem Dafoe, um, Rami Youssef, Christopher Abbott. Best Picture, Director, Actress, Supporting Actor for Mark Ruffalo, Adapted Screenplay, Original Score, Production Design, Cinematography, Makeup and Hairstyle, Costume Design, Film Editing. Wow. Quite a list. Do you remember what happened to me when we watched this movie? You fell asleep. Yeah. Also, do you think we can? They can hear above. The people above us are like moving their entire apartment. So, okay, I was thinking earlier while I was watching RuPaul, he likes to, or I'm saying he it could be her. There's an older couple that lives above me, and they like to go. I'm guessing they're tapping their foot or their finger or something. But isn't it weird that I know that about them? I don't even know these people, but I know they like to tap as like a tick of theirs. Maybe it's Morse code. Maybe it is. I should look it up. Maybe they're saying help. Anyway, yes, I fell asleep from the second this movie started. I woke up like halfway and then my feet were wet from like sweating. I was hot. <laughs> I, like they were drenched. I'm, I wish I could have slept. It was real. It was not our cup of tea. Have you seen it since? No. Nope. Do you think you'll see it again? Nope. The movie's about a woman who is has a baby brain inside of her head. She mm-hmm. kills herself. And they put a baby brain inside of her head. And then it's like about Frankenstein. Exactly. It is exactly like Frankenstein. Willem Dafoe is like this mad scientist. Yeah. And then it's about basically all these people falling in love with her and her going and discovering her womanhood in the world. Yeah. Which in theory is like a fun, quirky, weird idea. Obviously, it's based, I think, on a book. Yep. Beautiful production. Yeah. Costumes, sets. The CGI, the green screen, all stunning. Very out there, very creative. Score is great. Yeah. I do remember, like, obviously, I didn't sleep from before two and a half hours, but I I woke up, I watched some parts of it, I was like, eh. But it it visually is very arresting, like you're sucked in. Yeah. But it is a tough subject matter 
to think about, but a lot of people love it. It is definitely, there is always a movie or two where I miss the boat. This is the one I've missed the boat. Yeah. It's not a good movie. Yeah. I actually really hated it. Yeah. And I think people are wanting to have sex with a woman who has a baby brain. That's literally the plot of the movie. Yeah. And I just, I, yeah. I'm sure, I yeah, I don't know. I don't want to see. There's no redeeming for you. Well, the thing is, I don't need to see Emma Stone doing that to begin with, which yeah. is not fair. Yeah. She can do whatever she wants. Yeah. But it just, it's all about her discovering her sexuality and, mm-hmm. like, coming to terms with that. Or that's a big chunk of the movie. And ultimately, uh, Rami Yusuf walks in the house and is immediately like, I'm in love with this woman, and she's talking in gibberish. Mm-hmm. What are you in love with? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. All these people are in love with her. Yeah. She's literally a baby. Yeah. Or, like, you know, not well. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. it's like, what? And then they all just want to have sex with her. There's yeah. nothing else to it. Yeah. Um, I really did not like it. Have you, like, read any, like, film criticisms about it? that, or Like, essays or anything? Where people are talking, like, positively about it? Of course. Everybody loves it. So is there something we're missing? No. <laughs> it's like, uh, what was the one where the girl wanted to hook up with the boy who was in high school? I don't know. Licorice pizza. Oh. I'll never be able to get past that. Yeah. She was in her 20s. He was in high school. Yeah. If it was a movie about a 20-year-old something boy hooking up with a girl in high school, it would have been banned yeah. the day it came out. But you love May December. I made December. I didn't love that it was a teacher having sex with a young person, but sure. I appreciated. It. But also, they weren't. Yeah, yeah, totally different. But yes, I see what you're saying. Same concept. Same concept. I guess so. They were like in their later years. But I'm in the wrong. Like I, can, you're not in the wrong. We're just in the minority. Yeah, I can go into it thinking like people really loved this yeah. movie, yeah. and I love Emma, and I root for her. I love all those people. Yeah, um, and I loved the favorite. Mm. So it's not like I don't like him. You know what I mean? And he seems to be really into making movies with her. So we'll at least get more chances to appreciate. A thousand percent. Yeah. And if she wins, I'm going to be thrilled for her. And it is looking that way. I have a feeling she's going to win. Over Lily Gladstone. Who I also think should win. I yeah. think like the this year, I'm telling you, it it's is good. stacked. It's good. Everybody who wasn't nominated, mainly Fantasia, who yeah. has my heart, I, I get it. Yeah. I don't want it, but I get it. Totally. Um. So there's the first chunk of oscar movies next week we'll come back and finish the other half so if you didn't hear what movie you wanted us to talk about next week stay tuned stay tuned um we're gonna wrap this up though with our songs of the week do you want to go first i'll go first uh, my song of the week is training season by dua lipa <laughs> Adrian does not get on the Dua train. I'm really not a fan. I love it. It's like... I do love physical, though. Fun, Yeah, I do love physical. It's like fun, dance, pop. Like, she is her own path. Yeah. 
and it's all good. It all kind of sounds the same, but I don't care. <laughs> it makes me tap my toes like the people upstairs. I love it. <laughs> It makes me have fun. Can't we have fun anymore? I know. Uh, we can. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my song of the week is Never Needed Me. Never Need Me, actually. Never no, Need Me. Never Need Me by Rachel Chinoriri. because Florence Pugh randomly is in the music video. Yeah. But it is really, really good. I'm excited to listen to the rest of the album once it comes out. Yeah, and that fun video. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Do we have any questions this week? No questions. Oh. But if you do have a question, you can email us. Let's chat with Curry at gmail.com. Please email us. Please email. We'd love to hear you and ask your questions. We've talked about setting up a voicemail. I'm I'm going to look into it. I think it could be a fun idea. We needed to ask our poll audience, a.k.a. Alex. Yes, exactly. Alex, if you're listening, do you think we should set up a voicemail? <laughs> I think yes. I think yes. I'm going to figure it out. Um, thank you all so much for listening. We hope you have the best week. We're going to have a good week. We're seeing Dune on Sunday. We're seeing Les Mis on Monday. We're, I'm seeing S Club 7, a.k.a. S Club 5, on Tuesday. Yeah. This is about to be a week. It's it's really, really stacked. And I see Dune again on Tuesday, on Thursday. We have Problemista on Friday. We might see How to Have Sex. Yes. Which is a film, in case that wasn't clear. Correct. So, and you guys listening have a lot of movies to catch up on. Y'all really better catch up. Because I got, don't want to hear that you just saw Barbie. No. You, could, you can be a little bit more cultured than that. bye y'all have a good week bye thank you so much for listening to let's chat with curry and adrian if you enjoyed the show and we know you did subscribe on apple Podcasts, spotify or wherever you listen don't forget to leave a five-star review keep the conversation going by following me on instagram tiktok and twitter at curry terrell and adrian on instagram at adrian mcmill and twitter at yo adrian mcmill Discover our weekly song picks by adding our playlist on Spotify or Apple Music, all linked in this week's episode description. Got questions or feedback? Email us at letschatwithcurry at gmail.com. See you next time. Bye, y'all. Bye.